This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The Frames Per Second Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy Nick, and I'm here with Miss Naturally Nay. Hello. Modest Media. What's good? Kenneth Vianch. There is no God. Mm. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Mike C. Town. I don't know that. <laughs> hey, you're now tuned into the Frames for Second podcast. And in this episode, we are going to do another discussion. Um, this is a discussion that we kind of uh, was brought up because of current events. And since this is a platform where we review film and TV shows, of course, we have to talk about certain things that are going on in the world of the film and TV industry. And right now, there is a strike. The Writers Guild strike mm-hmm. of 2023, um, it hasn't happened since 2007, mm-hmm. which was the last one. And then I think people who were, you know, alive and well around that time <clears throat> will remember how that impacted those shows and movies that came out that time. But no, we just wanted to have a discussion about it and, and talk about uh, its impact on the current climate of cinema. But Nate, were you aware of this strike going on at all? Before? Yeah, I had seen a couple of um, articles floating around social media about it, like when the strike happened. I think it happened on the first, I believe. So yeah, I was aware. I had seen little murmurs of it being about to happen, but once it happened, yeah, I read a couple of little think pieces on it, I guess. Um, so yeah, I was aware. What was your thoughts on it? Um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because we're finally getting to the point where scripted television was starting to make a comeback. Like, and I think it's um, it's interesting considering how much show and how much content like Disney's putting out with all these MCU shows. We've got um, Abbott Elementary, like a, a, a black scripted show that's finally starting to get like a lot of um, buzz and notoriety so it's unfortunate that they're not able to really from what i've read really give these writers that are giving you content that's getting these accolades and these awards what they deserve um from what i'm reading it's like they're not even like it's almost like they're they're freelance like this they're they're creating an environment where it's like a you you're a freelance writer for a show on a regular basis but you don't have the job security and you don't have the pay that you're looking for and especially when we're finding so hard to get people of color in these writers rooms it's real unfortunate were you aware of this uh what's going on too right no i wasn't i remember when it happened back in the day um but yeah i wasn't aware of this current one at all because it's been so much television and stuff like that i didn't realize who we could possibly be in a drought after this, after this run. Um, I always like just find it impressive that, you know, they 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 strike. You know what I'm saying? Like they all band together and just not write this stuff. I always been always commended writers for that. Um, so yeah, um, but no, I did not. I did not realize that. Do you remember the 2007 one? Yeah, Clearly. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember. Because I feel like, Nate, correct me if I'm wrong, that's when Girlfriends got canceled because of that. Yeah, so Girlfriends was one of the shows that I remember um, was impacted around there. Um, that's when we really started getting a big push to reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that's when, uns- 
quote unquote unscripted television became really popular and um in my opinion really hurt especially black tv shows hmm. what about you ken were you aware uh yeah i mean i listen to a lot of news podcasts and 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 such so um you know they would kind of discuss like the uh, potential of a strike and you know mention like oh yeah today's the deadline and blah 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 and then it happened and of course it happened um so i think selfishly one of the first things that popped in my head was like oh shit we we came back week after that like shit suffered mm -hmm. and when they returned like it wasn't um the same like and that was around the time i stopped watching tv because it was so bad because they had to find replace placement writers and all kind of shit and they just couldn't or they had to hire a whole new team of writers and um so yeah it was it was unfortunate that this happened again right when it felt like things were mm -hmm. on the up and up but there are a lot more TV shows than there used to be now. Mm -hmm. And here we are. So I think they were saying something like it was back in the day, it was like 250, something like that. Now it's like 500. It's over 599. I feel like there's so many different shows. ways mm -hmm. to watch TV now, like outside of just regular like broadcast networks and cable. Like you got streaming services, you got all these little pop up streaming services, like the All Blacks and the Zeus's and all that Quibis. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we've got all these different sources where you can put content. So it's just crazy to me that they could not come to some sort of agreement. I think they gotta be careful now though with all this AI shit. Well, that's the other thing that I, I've heard them mm -hmm. talking about that a lot, that that's part of the reason why they couldn't because they're saying that they can just get AI to write it. Yeah. What are, fucked up. What are your thoughts on the uh, the strike, Mike? I mean, I, I'm always down for workers to unionize and you know get what they're owed. Um, I read the same thing that Rodney basically went through. Um, that basically, you know, because things have been switching to streaming, they're not getting they're not getting paid anywhere near what they were getting paid when everything was strictly on television. Um, but I will say the the most fucked up part that I saw was when they broke down how much it's either like six or seven high up execs when they broke down how much they make total. Mm. It was like 700 and something million dollars. Mm -hmm. And what the writers are asking for, I think it was only like 400 million. Mm -hmm. So if these guys just gave a little bit each off of what they're making per year, this would fix everything. But they're so fucking greedy that they're not gonna do it. Well, my, my thing is, my uh, thought has always been like, how come the writers aren't like the most or like well-respected or, or powerful people or like, regard as one of the powerful people in the room because they essentially create everything. Like the actors, the actors only get paid because of obviously the visibility that they give off through their content. How come the, it's always like, this is the second strike in what the last Since almost 25 years, yeah. you know? So it's like, what's, what's been going on? Why is it the struggle? It is kind of weird because it's not like that in the music industry. In the music, music industry, they get like writers get paid more than the artists. That's what I always yeah, yeah. equated them to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is kind of weird that they don't get the same um, respect in um, in that in in that industry. So mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's more. I I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it's what's more? more. Maybe there's more writers uh, than than it is in the music industry. Yes. Because I think in the music industry, like Neo writes for like every lot of sure. people, or you know, you you, yeah. you always know it's like 
a few people here and there that write for a lot of different right. big artists. So that I think be. that might be the reason why. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. Yeah. I think it's harder to write like a truly like a hit song mm-hmm. than it would be to go find writers to write for series. And I think that's really all it boils down to is these high up execs think that they can just go find somebody else to do mm-hmm. the job. And it's, it probably seems like it's a lot too because it's got you have like writers rooms because I know you were part mm-hmm. of a writing room at one point. Uh, what kind of it was kind of like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they just don't see the value like that and they think they're just replaceable or something so well yeah know. and the ai part is actually part yes. of their proposal like it is they mm. came back and they were like we want you guys to mm-hmm. limit how much you can use ai one two don't ai is not allowed to write or rewrite anything that we're working on mm-hmm. and the studios won't agree to it they came back and they said okay well what we'll agree to i think it was like we'll have monthly meetings discussing yes, how tech is evolving it's like that's not, not what we asked you. Mm-hmm. We don't need to have meetings about how tech is evolving. We need you to stop allowing tech to replace our jobs. That's crazy how AI, and I don't even know how it, like what if, like what stages AI is in to be having pushback demands like that from the studios. Being like, look, we got the technology that like we could essentially re- replace you or or keep up with you. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible because you ain't gonna have people like. That, it's just that's crazy. Like why I don't understand that logic. I sincerely don't understand the logic. I mean, I get that it saves corporations money, but like seriously, you're really to get willing to get rid of your workforce for technology? Like, like nigga, why? Mm-hmm. That's what every company does. Though. I know, I know, but I'm saying I fundamentally don't understand that logic. I don't understand it in this industry. Shit. I don't know if that goes. Why to your not? Point. Yeah, it makes sense. It's totally formulaic. Sense. Well, know. because it's an artistry industry. Like right. it's. Is it? It's based on creativity. To a certain degree, <sighs> what yeah. What do you mean? But they still... You think an AI is going to make a get out? I think... I that. think an AI will make a fucking Ant-Man. Yeah. Mm. There are certain aspects that it can uh, replicate. You know, I, I, to your point, though, Nick, I do think some of these things do need, you know, that person's uh, artistic touch. Mm-hmm. To put that certain nuance on it, nuance on it. But, um, but for some of this other basic shit that are out here... Do I need writers to write these lame ass jokes on late night television? No, you know those things are are simple and easy. Anybody can, I say, easy. Um, you know, not in that I could do it or anybody can do it, but in the sense that you know, it's not that complex. The type of jokes that they're telling, it's just the lead into a thing. So, um, but yeah, I think I think they can do that. And and the number, Mike, is seven hundred and seventy-three million for mm. eight executives. Eight execs. Thank eight. You. That is insane. And the four hundred million was that right? Yeah, yeah, four hundred and sixty-eight yeah. billion, I think, in profits yeah. that these these people have made. Mm. So, um, and then the other thing is, I think, in back in two thousand seven or right around that time, seventy percent of the writers were working at a minimum pay rate. Now it's fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of it is is just it's a numbers game. You know, so you're talking about T V shows going from twenty two episodes down to six, ten. eight and ten. Yeah. And don't let them fool you. Like the the it's not like the money's not there. Like right. the budgets for shows has gone way higher than it used to be, mm-hmm. but they're still not willing to give writers any money. Mm-hmm. Or residuals, and so yeah. So once they get there, work on those those ten shows, which is a ten show minimum, then they have to go find work. So the other issue is that where where do the residuals come from? Because they're not getting a cut of the streaming uh, right. residuals. But Raul, do you think it, uh, the business 
because I think that the, the writer strike in 2007 was before streaming services really mm-hmm. hit or any one of them. Yeah. So now, like since then, there's been that this kind of loophole that studio execs have been doing. Like, because I think what are, one of the issues with the uh, streaming services, like if you do a, a work for that show, it's a fixed rate and not like a, a syndication rate like the sitcoms used mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. on network TV. So instead of writers getting like I think like you mentioned the residuals on like those reruns. If it's on a streaming service, the one time you get paid is the one time you get paid. Mm-hmm. Does that was that something that is just a part of the business that the writers just have to learn to adapt, or is this the studio kind of screwing the writers? I still think it's the studio screwing the writers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean everybody because <clears throat> if it didn't exist and then it existed and then now you're just kind of paying for <laughs> for what happened. Like I understand that this was happening in '07. And like there was already streaming services going on in the, the time between now and then. And mm-hmm. it was like, damn, we ain't been getting paid like that then. But it was just like, it didn't exist when y'all first struck. Like if y'all would have waited maybe three years when Netflix mm-hmm. kind of popped off, then we could have come up with something different in that initial strike around that era. Or they could have just changed the contracts. Right. But the companies don't want to do that because mm-hmm. they, yeah, no they think that they can get other writers to do what they're doing. I mean, this is just something that companies do constantly when it when they're talking about what they consider to be the the bottom of the line, you know, and they, they look at writers like they're expendable anyway. Mm-hmm. So they think that, okay, we have writers. If they're mad, we'll just go find other ones. But we that are old enough, we remember what happened to Heroes. Mm-hmm. How it went Ooh. from the best show on television to being the absolute worst joke ever when, created. When did this writers go? Was that season one or two? It was season two, I season believe. Two. Okay, when, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I know season one I think was, it was season fire. two. Season one was amazing. And season two was like, once the dude started turning to a spider, it was like, all right. This yeah, is it was like, what is happening? <laughs> and Siler's a good guy. Nope, he's a bad guy. Yeah, nope, he's a good it guy. Was it was like, what is happening? But that I think what was going on was they weren't even having consistent writers. They were just having randos come in and write for episodes. So it just became a big joke. Mm. But I think now they think that they can get away with that easier. Why? Why would, like, if, if we have the experience of the 2007, 2008 strike and we know what happened in TV and how long it took them to get back to this place that they're at, mm-hmm. why are corporations okay with that? Like, why, why do they not feel like their product is going to ultimately suffer? And why are they not concerned with the writers striking enough to, to, to give them, to, to give up, to, to wiggle a little bit? Because back then, if I'm not mistaken back then movies were were more popular than television yes whereas now it's the opposite like series are where it's at so i think that they think they can find more people to write for these series than they could back Mm. then Mm. it's shitty but i mean it's just how corporations behave if Mm -hmm. they can if they can find somebody else to do your job for cheaper or for free of course they're gonna do it you said bottom line. They're actually above the line jobs. So I, I um, so no, like, I said what they see as the bottom line. Yeah, but I think they see writers as pretty. But it's supposed to be above, like in production. So the above the line jobs are uh, the producers, screenwriters, casting directors, uh, cinematographers. Those like people that's in like the creative, like that mm-hmm. type, that process. They're they're supposed to be above the line. I know they're they supposed get, to they be. Get, they sure. get the most money out of the budget. And then you have the people below, like the gaffers grips. and stuff, like grips and stuff like that. They're below the line. But sure. yeah, they're, they're supposed to be above the line. I agree with you. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think that now they see them as close to a grip. I can go find another grip in five minutes. Mm-hmm. But now they see it as I can go find another writer in five minutes. Or I can just use AI mm-hmm. because you've already, if, especially if you've already written mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. five episodes. You have the basic formula laid out. Mm-hmm. So AI can pick that up and it's not even that big of a deal, especially for a really formulaic show. Like I've never seen this show, but like a Supergirl or something mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, obviously this show's not on now, but like a home improvement, like that type of show, mm-hmm. AI could do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's something detailed, like AI couldn't write Euphoria. You yeah. know what I mean? But this is where I'm like, I think we're bringing up. Well shit, maybe it could, honestly. We're talking, now we're getting to the impact of what's going on now. Like shows like season two of House of the Dragon. What does that look like, you know, moving forward? Um, series that are still ongoing like euphoria season three what does that look like like not i don't think it'll affect that stuff you never know how long the strike is gonna last some of that stuff is already written right right they're already shooting and they already have like a release schedule i would assume that the script that was before the strike right yeah what i'm saying is that i'm assuming if they already have a release date and they at least have already started shooting Mm -hmm. then i would assume that the script is at least 80 to 85 percent done right right to a certain extent could you take a, a something like snowfall where you know where he he died or whatever but you you had to have an actual person just kind of feel like they they were able to see out his vision Mm -hmm. so would ai be able to do something like that well i don't think that would be affected by this strike though right what do you mean so what we're basically saying is that would ai be able to write it no and at that Mm -hmm. point in time for a season three season two of house of dragon or a season three of euphoria Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because it's already been written by humans Mm -hmm. but Post strike now season four of Euphoria or season oh, three of House saying. of the right. Dragon could they do a AI could AI create that I, I don't think I'd want to watch it but you wouldn't know you would know yeah I think that's the point that, that right. we're making is I think we would know because when you were when you were going off about it's all based on creativity what I was gonna say is I agree with you but only for certain shows mm-hmm. certain shows are just based on this really easy formula. And you just happen to like the formula. But yeah, a House of the Dragon, that would be very difficult for AI. You know, like I said, a Euphoria, I think, would be very difficult for AI. But if something like Community was still on TV, oh. AI could probably write a new episode yeah. of Community. Because I don't think AI could do like a an Atlanta. No. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No. That, that That's very specific to, you know. Um, it's almost regional. To human experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. you know. And House of the Dragon season two is already written, mm-hmm. so season three will be the one. Right. And Andor mm-hmm. season two is written too. That's what Nate was basically. And yeah. the other thing is, is like the other thing they're doing is that they only want the writers at this point to just write. They don't want them involved oh, yeah. in any other part no of the producing. show. Nope. No producing. Nope. No. No pre or what post. You, what do you mean by that? Just. <laughs> like Smokey. So like <laughs> the age of the. <laughs> But there was really something there, though. <laughs> so like they just so so back back yeah, back in the back in the day or whatever that day is. But they were involved in like the whole process, the writing, um, the the producing of the show, so they can actually add to their skill set and go on to become showrunners later on down the line. Got you. Now we just hire you to yep. do this job. I just want you to write. Don't go out here and look and touch anything else. So there's no professional development. Yep. So there, that that's another thing that they they would like to get as well. Mm-hmm. But it it definitely um, reduces them down to is. Oh, go finish mm, your point. No, I'm just kind of what you know they were talking about above or below the line. Now nah, it's just like no, nah, you just come do this thing, get out of here, go find another. So job. is this because of AI that they're like we can mm-hmm. just get mm-hmm. cheaper, or is this because of like your exact say like 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 I'm wondering like what's like today I don't know. If, you, you were bringing up a good point or, or I may just be going off your thought like 
it seems like there's a lot of money being made right now. You mentioned the eight execs and all that. Why I pull? Why I ask for? More, why I get even more greedy when you know the creativity, especially since 2007. We have a recent history of like how that happened, and people shit on it. Like you talk about heroes and all that. We know that that's a huge risk. Not if we're you already think, making millions, millions. Not if you think AI could do it, yeah. and it's only going to get better. So you don't. Why, have to and that's what I don't on. understand. Why they would think that? Like, why would you think that? Like, especially like as many shows as Disney is churning out. Like, especially if you want us to really follow this multiverse shit and be able to do. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you really think that? Why, why is that where you cut your budget? The people that are involved in those would be some of the top-notch writers, so they'll get paid. It's right. everybody else that's on the bottom of the totem exactly. pole. The 50% of the people that's mm -hmm. getting minimum pay rate for being a writer, those are the people mm -hmm. that are being impacted yeah. more than some of the really good ones. Yeah, though I think that Marvel or Disney or whatever will find a way to make their writers make enough money to where they'll stay. I think it's going to be other shows that are going to suffer. I don't think Marvel can afford to suffer so a like, writer's strike. So like big corporations like, uh, or like big shows like Star Wars shows. But weren't those part of the corporations that they were that they were trying to, to negotiate with? Yeah, they're trying to negotiate with everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. But um, I feel like Star Wars, or Disney in general, being Star Wars and Marvel, I think they'll find a way to make their people happy. Or they'll just go find, a, like not every single writer is gonna be on board with this. Or even if they say they are now, if Disney comes with a check and says, look, we'll pay you a mil to finish this series off. I doubt they're gonna be like, well, no, I gotta stay the line, I'm not a scab. Yeah, how does that work? Like if you're part of the, the, the guild and mm. you want, like they're striking, but you get offered to stay, like how does that? Like you, so it's basically you cross on a picket line. I don't know exactly how those unions work. Mm -hmm. So they may have to leave the union. I don't know how that works. Mm. But I guarantee, it's not like by law, it's not like they can stop them from saying, I'm yeah. gonna go take this money. But then, Disney yeah. will find whoever they need to find. Yeah, they're going to find people that's not in it. Right. Or that. Yeah. yeah. Or that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happened back in the day. Hmm. Have y'all ever um, or ever been or known anybody who's been part of a strike with, not just a writer's, yeah. Just, yeah. My dad. Yeah. Really? And he took me down there with him. <laughs> so <laughs> I, like, I know, cool. um, like when my mother worked for the phone company back mm -hmm. in the day, they used to strike off and on. And I remember she was like, oh, I think we're going to strike again. My dad was working for the phone company. Really? So that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and I remember it was like, I want to say it was a couple of people who would still go into mm -hmm. work and cross that picket line. And they get and that, screamed on. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Didn't that kind of happen while we were still working there? Did mm -hmm. they try to do that? Mm -hmm. There was yeah. a strike there. There was a yeah. strike. I remember that. It didn't affect. It didn't affect us. But yeah, it sure did. Mm -hmm. So how long did y'all? Yeah, because they sent us an email saying we weren't allowed to be a part of it because right. we weren't unionized. Right. Like, fucking assholes. Mm -hmm. So how long do y'all think this strike was? Because how long did the 2007? Was it like a year? A hundred days. I thought I saw. One a year. It felt like a year. It felt like a year because it took that long for TV to catch it back did, up. It did. Yeah, it felt like a long time. I don't think they're backing down from this. I wouldn't not, either. That's right. what I'm thinking about. Like when you, this you, is a lot of money that they're not making. You brought up over 500 shows, mm -hmm. stream, like on streaming, probably alone or, or in totality. Like, if yeah. we take off a month of that or two months, that's that's a lot of content. That we're just going dark. Like they already talked about the late night shows. With the daily writers are already they yeah, haven't they're been done. they're done. Mm -hmm. I think Jimmy Fallon is actually out there marching with him. I think yeah. he was one of the ones. I saw Jay Leno out there again. Was it him he, or was it Jay Leno? No, it was it was Jimmy Fallon. Okay. But the, so he was saying how he was on board, and I do believe him. He seems like a good guy. Mm -hmm. But then somebody from his writing team like 
posted on Twitter and they were like, yeah, how come you weren't even there when they told us that we're not getting paid? But meanwhile, he, from what I read, he was actually paying them out of his own pocket. I can mm. see that. So you never know who to believe in these, yeah. in these situations. He was just upset. Do you believe the workers or do you believe the millionaires who are benefiting off the workers? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it, it could last a while. And I think they really, really want to make sure they future-proof this this whole thing um they definitely um couldn't have the foresight or any i don't think anybody did to foresee streaming right so you know but they know and see the threat of ai and mm -hmm. they real they and they were they've been impacted by streaming and they know they will be impacted by ai especially since the the people the execs are saying nah we'll just look at it every other year we're not going to make any promises so will the execs like push back and hold the line on that i don't know what will be the give and take relationship on that i don't know but this ai thing and i've heard the things that they're doing with microsoft got in the works right now this thing is for real and this thing is serious so um it's the real deal bro yeah, that's crazy. but what do you do what do you like how long can you last you know or how will you sustain yourself Especially if you get in a minimum pay rate, I don't know what that is, but you know. So back like when you know when they used to do it before, like if you're doing 22 show and you get residuals, striking is nothing because you still got money coming in. There is no residuals now yeah, because you write right. your show, you're done, you're done. and you got to sit and wait months looking for other work. So especially not one of the good ones, you know. So you know you don't know when you're gonna get that call. So uh, last question, I guess I'll ask y'all is, um, what do you think, how are we gonna see these effects? How are we gonna see them? What do you mean? Bob Blade. What? Bob Blade? Bob Blade, Nah. Oh yeah, Blade was already in bad issues Ooh. with production. They hired they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Damn, my Ursula gonna be 60 by the time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I feel oh. like anything yeah. that hasn't come out yet, all the excited, like anticipated. Yeah, Blaze definitely shut down. I'm, I'm alone with Wikipedia now. All the talk shows, of course. Abbott, you mentioned that one. Uh, yeah, didn't we kind of see this coming? Because didn't they cancel a lot of HBO shows? That was, was, that, was that happening then? Or was this like a, a lead up precursor? to this? Precursor. Mm. That was cost cutting. That was what? Cost cutting. But that's mm. what I'm saying. Is it, was this a lead up to this? Because that was a big thing, like for for a lot of those shows to not get. They did cancel a lot of mm -hmm. the original. They canceled scripture. a lot of a lot of shows. Shit, Titans got canceled, I think. They needed to. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Shit, they yeah, needed guys. to fire those writers. Yeah. They need to go yeah. find a replacement writer for them. You don't like what they did with Superboy, bro? This shit is. Oh my god, I, I, it's a struggle to watch it. But I'm since it's the last season, I'll yeah, finish I'm, it. I'm gonna finish it. Up. But uh, mm. yeah, um, viewer strike. We were just talking. About <laughs> Power Book Three, so I I hope we get the last two episodes of that one. Uh, Stranger Things is a big one. Yeah, their final that's, that's, their, that's their final season five. Season. Yeah, yeah, that one's impacted. Uh, Yellow Jacket season three, Mike, mm -hmm. you know, is impacted. Um, yeah, yeah, these are one. These are just some of the ones I see on Wikipedia. They're just gonna have to just wait and just not do anything until this is over. They can't because the thing about it is like. They, those, like, AI couldn't write fucking Yellow Jackets. And if they fuck this up, they're going to be in trouble. I don't think that they're going to risk it. That's why I, was, I feel like nowadays, yeah. since, like you mentioned, Mike, we're in, like, the golden age of TV. 
that people are paying attention to this a lot more than they were in 2007, especially with you know social media and technology and all that advancing. Mm-hmm. That it had like there people are go, like viewers are going to be like nah fuck all that shit make sure y'all like something's got to get like yeah so let me ask you this question though so let's say they do come out with see with the next season of Yellow Jackets and you watch it and it's garbage does it matter because you watched it and they got the viewership yes it matters because if it's garbage critics are going to jump at the chance to say this is trash and here's why. Mm-hmm. And then people are not going to tune in for the next season, even if they get writers that are good back because mm. they've already fucked up. That's what happened with Heroes. Yep. Mm. They, they tried to come back and it was like, bro, it's too late. How long did Heroes last after the it was second three, season? Wasn't it three seasons altogether? They did three, four seasons. Yeah, I finished it, but it four. I, I yeah, four seasons. Four. Well, it was three and then they brought, they brought it back like years yep. later. Heroes Reborn. I Heroes think. Reborn. Yeah. It was ass. Yeah, nah, <laughs> And it, it had real people writers. But it was ass. Yep, yep. So So. if they do that to these shows, I don't know. Because Yellow Jackets is on Paramount Plus. It's on Showtime, I think. It's on Showtime. So yeah. So and then so at that point, you need people watching that show. Yep. So if season three is ass, buy Showtime. Yeah. And I'm not coming Mm. back for season four unless somebody says good. Upcoming season of Billions will probably be. Yep. Season seven. Season seven. Mm Mm-hmm. That show's good. So in you guys' eyes, what's the resolve? Pay them. Yeah. I'm just pay them. Mm. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't like striking at you. I'm just saying like, just pay them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay them their fucking money. It's yeah. not that much. I don't know if you kept up with this. It's a sports, sports segue, but like, it sounds like the Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens thing is like, it sounds an easy thing to just pay him, but it's an issue with how much he's I feel, yeah. ask, how much they're asking for. Right, because but, some of these streaming companies are not profitable yet. So, and, and that, is, that is the struggle. So then they go to mm-hmm. what you were saying. Well, some of them not. There are some know. that are profitable, but there are some that are just losing money. Well, I think those aren't the ones that these writers are concerned with. Mm-hmm. The ones mm-hmm. that they're concerned with are the ones that are making the money ones, and the yeah. ones that are keeping their residuals and refusing to give them any of the cut. So I know that's the resolve, but how do you get to the resolve, I guess is what I'm asking. Like, how do you get to the obvious resolve of just paying them? How do you get there? You tell them that we are no longer going to treat you like a gig economy. We're going right. to now treat you like... You are a salaried employee. Mm-hmm. You give them their pay. I don't even think they're asking for benefits. Mm-hmm. I think they're literally just There's asking for money. But money and um and what is it? And almost like job security. So right. like being able to like maintain the job. Right, because a lot of them live in, in states that aren't cheap. They're in California, they're in New York. And I saw this guy that was posting on Twitter. He lives in New York and his entire like yearly uh Intake mm-hmm. was like fourteen thousand, so he's he's living in a fucking closet. He has to be fourteen thousand a year. Or he's working year? like six other jobs. Or he's yeah. Or he has to work his ass off in order. To, and the thing that sucks is it's like, sure, people will be like, well, just go get a better paying job. But this is what they love to do, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not like it's a job that's not needed. And it's not like you're not talented at it. And either. you're not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So on WGA contract twenty twenty three. Uh, they are asking for increased contributions to pension plan and health oh, fund. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read all of it, but increased minimum compensation significantly to address the devaluation of writing mm-hmm. in all areas of television and media features, standardized compensation and residual terms for features, whether released theatrically or on streaming, um, ensure appropriate television series writing compensation throughout the entire process of pre-production, production, and post-production. So, yeah. I, I just think that a part of me is like... I as much as I'm supporting the writers, with this AI stuff that seems like it's just on an unstoppable train, is it reasonable mm-hmm. for them to be like, we have to kind of work with it? 
I know compromise a little because it ain't going away. Am I right, Ken? It's like, not going away, but it's, you know what are you going to work with? Because you're going to be at a job one way or the other. It'll be like R two D two in the room. <laughs> you got to work with the motherfucker. Like, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. They AI can do it, but I don't think it's going to be as successful. And and what they also have to understand is at some point, if this becomes so rampant that a large portion of the United States is losing jobs. Mm -hmm. People are going to be like, no, fuck this. We're not even going to mm -hmm. watch your shit if it's AI. Hell, you can't afford it because you ain't got no job. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Nick's like, well, shit, I don't even pay for it now. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, though, the obvious things are the execs, but them motherfuckers giving that money back? Hell no. Not if I can get an AI to do it. Fuck y'all. But then you have to think about if, is that going to be sustainable for next year? Or am I gonna start losing some of this 700 and something right. million that I made? They gotta be smart about it. They, they, they have to have thought about all the scenarios. Like, all right, what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? And then what's in the middle? Right, right. Because right. for them to be, that's why I'm more shocked. Like, they're this drastic. Like, look, we about to bring computers into these motherfucking writers' rooms. Fuck all y'all. It must mean that either the writers never really had any leverage to begin with. And that's why they're in a situation again in the last 25 years or that ai is that advanced that they're this is their they're playing chicken at this point they're trying to see if the writers will you know budge on their demands versus them implementing what they it's want. just streaming changing that's yeah. really all it is yeah I'm, yep yep i don't think the ai are writing it yet right you know they're Still writing something they're writing espn articles which you can tell is generated by ai but um, but they're not writing it yet. They just want to make sure that they're protected when it does happen. Right. Do y'all think uh, like the actors and directors should try to get behind this with them? Yeah, they, they are. are some. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. Yep, yep, they are. Because I, I think that would push it. The more famous I mean, because you can't AI uh, actor. The actor ain't gonna strike. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. Do you help? Do you strike with them? Do you get I don't behind? See them? that happening? Uh, Why not? Because they still have their millionaire lifestyles to sustain. And they still get paid off their gigs, regardless if it's AI writing for it or not, right? Yeah, but I can't remember who said it, but one of them was like, we're only as good as the writers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are writing. So if you're getting up there doing some AI shit and you know it's trash, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a list of writers producing and stuff supporting these guys okay. out there. So they are behind them. What does the support look like? I yeah. guess is my question. Yeah. Like, is the support like we're standing here with you and we're gonna give you pizza? Jimmy Fallon in the streets. Okay. Huh? At the end of the day, he's still getting paid. Right. So it doesn't matter. Like to them, you're just it's like a white person standing next to us and just comes to mm -hmm. the protest but goes home and doesn't do anything after that. So like, what the fuck did you do but just show up to the sad? But I think the fact that Jimmy Fallon is being vocal about the fact that they need to fix this, I think it helps. You know, I don't, I don't know anything about Jimmy Fallon, so I don't know if he's going home and saying, I don't care about this anymore, or if he's going to this rally, he's doing these interviews, and then he's going on Twitter, and he's actively speaking out. I don't know, but that's what he should be doing, because at some point, his show is going to suffer too, yeah. and then he's not going to get paid. So I hope he's not mm -hmm. like that white ally because I hate those motherfuckers. So hopefully he is actually sticking to his guns. Well, his, there's the, the late night shows are completely off yeah, the air. Yeah, they're yeah. Done. But they're worried they're about when it comes back. Yeah. 
Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Like, the day the day the strike happened, that was the first thing to go. The they write show. while the shows are airing, as opposed yeah, to writing an entire right. season. That's right. You know. Whoa. Yeah, there's new content, especially with all the breaking news. So yeah, of course yeah. he's behind it then. Yeah, what? Stopping his money. Right. I said, of course he's behind it. Yeah, then. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if if if, he, if they get paid, he get paid. So it's a, that's mm-hmm. the working relationship. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on this issue? Mm. Nah. Them people. Uh, it's unfortunate, man. It but is. You got to go through this type of stuff with execs and things. Power to the people. We'll see. I, boy, I was I was hoping to see House of the Dragon season two. I don't even know. You are. You still see I don't it. know. I don't know. It's already written. It's two. written. Bro, it's straight. We gonna, it's gonna see. Straight, we gonna see. It. We gonna see. It's a. It's a bot version. That thing was written before season one was over. Yeah, it's right. good. Season three is the one you got to be worried yes. about. Yes, right. Because I mean, they had while they were doing post well, they were, while they were producing and shooting season one, they're writing season two. Hmm. No, season three is what you need to be concerned about. I know they mad as hell for being that uh, <laughs> progressive on, <laughs> on that series. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's gonna mm. yeah, that's gonna suffer. Yikes. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on the Writers Guild strike. Please let us know what you guys think. FPS Podcast is the Reddit thread. That's also our handle for IG and Twitter. And we'll catch you on the next discussion. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye.